Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each That's and every sequel it. a fair Keep trial. My name is Justin Camps and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and Tyler Hymanson. And we're here talking about the next installment in the Phantasm franchise, the geniusly titled Phantasm 2. That's not genius. Just do the intro like everyone wants to hear. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about this one with you guys. But before we get into that, why don't we hear from Elias about where you can reach out to us each and every week? Okay. You can email us at sequelrights at gmail.com, or you can find us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars goes a long way. We really appreciate your reviews, and thanks. Awesome. All right. Well, like I said earlier, we're talking about Phantasm 2 from 1988. Uh, actually, I think this is the last of the theatrically released Phantasm films. Ah. And, uh, you know, uh, you may have heard, I don't know if you guys heard some weird noises at the beginning there, but if you're, if you're a true fan of Phantasm and <laughs> watch the movie along with us, I think you'll probably get it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you know what? Why don't we turn the mic over to the definition guy one more time. Phantasm. The delusion of a disordered mind. A phantom. A spirit. A ghost. For ten years, the secret of Paragord Cemetery has remained a mystery. Now... Three innocent people are about to discover the ultimate evil. You think that when you die, you go to heaven. <laughs> you come to us. <laughs> All hell breaks loose in Phantasm 2. <laughs> I gotta say, pretty shocked that we started right where we left off. Oh my God! Yeah, indeed. Not only that, we get the uh, uh, the the lovely. Let's recap what happened last time. Oh yeah, which <laughs> uh, favorite when they do the recaps? Not specifically when they actually use the old footage, but hard to tell on this one. Did they? Do we think that this was unused footage from the first film entirely, or were there some reshoots here? Uh, I had to get. If I had to guess, I think there was some uh, deleted scene footage used, as well yeah. as like straight up stuff. Yeah, everything with. Mike had to be because the kid would have yep. been 10 years older but I think there actually was some refilmed Reggie shots I think there was too yeah yeah <laughs> the first they shot just, they, they dyed his hair and like yeah they made him look a little bit younger yeah the, the the first shot when uh when it's like okay now we're picking up right where we left off is clearly like different fireplace different house <laughs> yeah <laughs> totally different room that he's in um that was pretty funny but but it was nice to kind of, uh, you know, and and I'm sure they did this because, you know, like we said, it was it was like 10 years later or so after the first movie. So it, it was probably helpful for everyone to uh, kind of get caught up on what happened last time. But yeah. honestly, we're like skipping ahead because that's not even the real start of this movie. It's the true. real start of this movie is a, a girl we don't know uh, waking up and going to make sure she turned off the stove. And I was like relatable (laughs) we've all had that moment those pesky stoves and i was like is this scary because that's just what normal people do but then she (laughs) goes into voiceover and explains she's been having horrible dreams about mike and 
Yeah. Yeah, she kind of and, is like, and showing us her drawings. Yeah. <laughs> her beautiful drawings of Mike and the one where he's got the chiseled chiseled jaw yeah, flowing yeah. hair. <laughs> they do a lot of showing you what an adorable kid Mike was before cutting to his weird it's like it's like one of those things is like, ah Mike 2.0. <laughs> yeah, Mike 2.0. James Lagrosse or Lagrosse or however you say his name. The new actor playing Mike, which uh, I mean, if you guys if you guys weren't a fan of the acting in the last movie, well, hold on to your butts. With yeah, this guess one. what? <laughs> the important thing is that you guys' favorite and my least favorite, Reggie, the child molestering ice cream man, is back. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I was, I, as soon as like the, 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 there was a point in this movie where I had to be like, I had to say aloud, damn it, Elis was right. <laughs> Well, yeah, fucking creep for for like part of the movie. I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait to be like, so Eliz, what do you think of Reggie now? He's just being a badass and like (laughs) helping out. And then, yeah, about halfway through a movie, the movie, a certain thing happens and you're like, "Mm, how old is that person? Pick up a lady hitchhiker and then like they're they're thinking about like whatever. And then he just just the movie stops on a dime. So Reggie can be like, gets lonely on the road. (laughs) <laughs> yeah he literally says a you, man has needs he literally says you know it gets hard on the road that's <laughs> what he says he said it gets hard i was like oh and then mike is so, like yeah i guess that's a pretty uh, logical horny explanation for what you want to do yeah. <laughs> but you know like, what i, I go, go ahead, ahead. I was going to say, I do have sympathy for him because we find out that in the, what, seven years that Mike's been in a psychiatric hospital, I'm assuming he was put there by Reggie, but yet they stayed friends. Um, Reggie also, uh, I think, got a wife and child. Yeah. Yeah. That was what was implied. (laughs) And also it's possible uh, that he had a wife and child before. He just was was just dropping over at Jody's house. It seemed like the. The child in question, though, is pretty young because he said she can't wait to meet her uncle Mike for the first time or whatever. Um, (laughs) And also, it seems like he stayed friends with the uh, deleted scenes aunt from the first movie that we never got to see. (laughs) That's right. Um, Because yes, Mike's being released. Yeah. The the reason that it's unclear uh, what Reggie's family composition looks like is because we never see them. (laughs) Because upon Mike's release, they head back home after Reggie's like, you can't be in the graveyard. People think you're crazy. Like, it's okay. Let's just go home. They go home and the tall man blows up his house. Uh, and what I discovered uh, listening to uh, Don Corsa Kelly's uh, audiobook is that for the first movie, we talked about the hearse explosion and how it was beefy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was this special effects guy who he hired who basically had, yeah, I have this old charge from this other war movie that I was in. I'm just going to throw it on the passenger side seat and see what happens. And I think that... <laughs> All of the explosions within the uh, Phantasm universe are approached with the same level of gusto. There are good. multiple giant explosions in this one. Yeah, although one to, of them is a repeat. We need to look to see if it's if it's the same guy as Darkman because there is a Sam Raimi reference in this movie. There yes, is. yes, that was that was so funny. I love when uh, when Mike gets out of um, the mental hospital and the next very next scene we see him like digging up a grave. And then Reggie appears like, I thought I would find, I knew I'd find you here. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like he just knew. Grave digging. 
and then he they and, have to release him to someone. Yeah, <laughs> it's so no, weird. That's not how mental hospitals work. <laughs> and then Mike is like, "They're all empty. This is the third grave I dug up tonight." Like, <laughs> like oh, this guy is crazy. Like maybe Based yeah. on the prob- law probability, <laughs> they're all empty. Maybe, yeah, but it, it is funny though when Reggie's kind of like, "Yeah, so what? Who cares if they're empty?" <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't uh, seem alarmed by that. I don't know. I think uh, I'd maybe be a little bit like, hmm. I don't know. People drown. There's empty coffins. But we should talk about, uh, you know, not, so, so since the movie continues, we skipped over this whole, like, uh, you know, fight scene with all the Jawas in the beginning. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you get to see what Jawas actually look like under those hoods. Yeah. They all have, and like, they look like uh, uh, Mel Brooks is the Yoda character from Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Um, and Reggie gets to fight them off, and he eventually blows them up uh, uh, in a great way. Um, but I wanted to just talk a little bit about, like, so so this confirm so the, the fact that it continues straight on like this confirms that like the ending that we got in the last movie, like the whole thing with them trapping him in the mine and, and Jody throwing the rocks on him. None yeah. of, none of that happened. Yeah. Apparently Jody just died somewhere in a in car, a car accident. Yeah. So like most of the movie potentially didn't happen. And, uh, <laughs> even though I guess they still know about the tall man. So I just thought that was really interesting that they decided to just go in like, oh, yeah, that ending that we saw in Phantasm 1, that was the real reality. It wasn't like that part was a dream. Right. And even, and even Reggie, like, even Reggie is, uh, it's so weird because then when when Reggie uh, meets him at the... Um, meets him at the cemetery and he's talking about like how he blew up his house or whatever. He has that weird, um, he has that super awkward line where he's like, that story about me blowing up my own house because it was infested with midgets. <laughs> and I was just like, uh, I was like, wait, so he doesn't remember that that didn't happen. So there's still some weird, like, yeah, right. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, no, that didn't happen. Some weird mental patient dream logic stuff. Or maybe it's like a tall man thing that he like. Pocket universe. They, they By do- the way, that one of the Jawas is Ed Gale from Chucky and Bill oh, and Ted. Oh, wow. Nice. So. They, uh, yeah, they do make some reference in the movie, this movie, that like, you know, Mike and this new character, Liz, are special. And that's why they're the only ones who can see what's happening uh, with the tall man. So even though Reggie believes it after he yeah. sees the other explosion. Yeah. At a certain point, he's like, let's go fuck him up <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> later on in the movie. So I don't know. Uh, it doesn't quite make sense. But. This, this movie takes the alien to aliens approach where it's, it's <laughs> yes. like, we're going to turn this into an action movie. Oh, it's, it's I thought the, you meant the S with the dollar sign being oh. written on aliens on the whiteboard. Yeah, I mean, it's like... Phantasms. <laughs> it's similar to the, like, Evil Dead to Evil Dead 2 uh, situation. Yes, where it's like, yes. You know, like they like it. You know, I think there's a there's a uh, reviewer uh, critic uh, quoted on the Wikipedia talking about, like, that was just the, you know, that was the... Uh, modus operandi for sequels in the eighties. You know, it was like the second sequel has got to have more guns, be more action, bigger, bigger, everything. Yeah. And, and things uh, are funny now. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying that I, I don't, I don't mind that. Honestly, I, I, no. I gotta get, I got a kick out of the quadruple barreled shotgun, <laughs> the single use quadruple barrel shotgun. Oh apparently. my God. That was so great. 
Uh, I love that the, the whole movie you're waiting for that to happen. And then when he finally uses it, he's just like, eh, throws it away. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we so, should talk about their gearing up montage. Yes, we should. Mm-hmm. So they break into a hardware store somewhere on yep. the road. And after Reggie immediately seeing his house blow up is has decided now it's time to go kill this guy. I believe everything. Yep. Sorry, you were in a mental hospital it's for all seven years. Real. And uh, yeah, they're in this. They're in this. Um, I don't know. What does he what does he say? Mike's like, let's go shopping or something. Stupid. Yeah. And it's like a store that has plenty of guns and rifles. But those multitudes of guns and rifles are not good enough. Oh, yeah. For them and chainsaws, you have to make your own quadruple barrel sawed off shotgun, right? Is that what that is? I'm not, yep. a gun yeah, person, yeah, so I don't know. The yep. term. No, that's not a, a thing. <laughs> a homemade flamethrower, yep. Well, yeah, I, out of with and that doesn't light itself, it doesn't have a cell, it's not a self lighting flamethrower, yeah, sure. I, I kind of liked this because I felt like it was an, an extension of Mike's, uh, you know, escape from his bedroom moment sure. in the yep. first movie. No, absolutely. Where, where now they're like, oh, let's take that even further. And they're going to craft all their own you know, unique weapons for this movie. They're, yeah. The normal guns can't hurt the tall man. We yeah, that, need to make a flamethrower and put an extra <laughs> shotgun on top of another shotgun. That was really funny. Like Reggie uh, initially grabs like a rifle and Mike is like, Hey, no, no, long guns aren't going to work on this guy. We got to get up close and personal. <laughs> and I'm like, why not just snipe him from a distance? I don't know. You've have you no. tried? You haven't tried that. You haven't. You haven't tried it. Um, but yeah, I also, love- I'm like, did they really have to go through all this trouble to like break in and stuff? Because like, can't you just go to Walmart and buy whatever you want like on a dime in America? Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I love that they they go the uh, supermarket sweep uh, way and like grab all the oversized tools. To start, yeah, like give me the hams, giant knife, <laughs> yeah, the, the giant sledgehammer, and the giant shovel. Um, yeah, it was basically like a, a white terrorism tutorial scene. Yeah, we just watched them uh, put together a bunch of weapons, <laughs> and we didn't even get any like we need a hero montage. Yeah. Music or <laughs> and also like the mask that Mike wears when he's using his flamethrower. Isn't that a mask like for welding for when it there's is. like gonna it's not for flamethrowers, right? No, it is the hardware <laughs> store does not carry flamethrower masks. Yeah, okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if there is I'm such pretty a thing. sure those masks are for when you're like welding and there's sparks yeah. everywhere. Anyway. Yeah. It would be very uncomfortable to wear that. Yeah, and hard to see. Absolutely. I mean, are you supposed to use your flamethrower indoors to light the fireplace? I don't think you're supposed to do that either. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> but Mike is just that cool, man. He's so cool. Mike doesn't care. He's like, whatever, man. Whatever. There's multiple times in which he uses the flamethrower where he has to light it first and it completely defeats the purpose of using a flamethrower. Because <laughs> right. you have to first, like, yeah, yeah, it just, well, whatever. <laughs> the flamethrower and the... Um, the chainsaw end up getting the most work, I think, out of all the all the they, tools they, they grab. Do it's almost like there was a chainsaw in another movie. Yeah, and so like, <laughs> I know at this point, like the the movie turns into this like what I, I thought was kind of interesting was like a you know kind of like a proto like Sam and Dean Winchester in Supernatural like. Here's a uh, Mike and yeah. Reggie on the road in a muscle car hunting down monsters. It was like the same kind of thing. And they're like stopping at all these sit- other cities that uh, the tall man has been to because Mike- and the yeah, tall man said- is. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. 
I was just going to say, they say the tall man has been going from city to city, like leaving these cities absolutely empty with just abandoned car wrecks everywhere that nobody bothered to clean up. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, but they didn't do that to your city. Yeah. And it doesn't make any they sense. They stopped him. They stopped him because they because he saw them. And so he had to move on. Well, because and in the first movie, they made blown. it seem like he was there for hundreds of years just in that right. one town. Right. Well, there's a lot of people. Those other towns are smaller. <laughs> I don't know. No, it makes it makes no sense. I was just like, okay, so now the tall man's gotten into gentrification. He's Walmart now. He's killing all these main streets. <laughs> he's re- he's reverse. Yeah. Just like, oh, um, sucking the souls out of these towns. People are buying all the same brands down at the Walmart. Yeah. I mean, yeah, as ridiculous as that new uh, piece of knowledge is about the tall man, I did think it was cool, like, that first town they went to and they they have the shot of like the 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 graveyard and all the graves are dug up and totally empty and Mm. no like it has some like uh real set building that was pretty cool yeah yeah this you know this being a sequel again like you can tell that uh the the budget was upped on this one as as well there's like way more practical effects and crazy stuff going on in this yeah but sets cabins (laughs) b&b yeah, houses. <laughs> uh, we check back in with uh, Liz, um, the blonde girl from the beginning, and her what grandfather has passed away, and so mm-hmm. her and her um, annoying sister are the only people that grandma has left, and um, the <laughs> priest is comforting her, whatever, and the and so they leave, they all leave, and then the priest is like, I can no longer like stand by and let this horrible thing happen and i'm like okay have you seen it happening for so long and like you're part of it like i don't understand and but anyway he decides to stab an already dead body which i'm kind of like what is that gonna do i don't know but so he stabs the already dead body of grandpa and then as he stabs it it cuts to a close-up of jesus on the cross in the church and then they reveal that grandma had snuck back into the church and she screams and faints. She's like, oh, no. It's so funny. I, I did kind of like, um, I mean, oh, this was like yeah, out of nowhere. Like, why is the priest doing this all of a sudden? But I like that it kind of revealed a little bit more about what happens. Like, because we were like um, initially in the first movie, like, how do they get turned into the the Jawas and what's the whole thing. And now we get a little bit more of an idea like, Oh, it's something that happens during the embalming process. And maybe cause like when he stabs him, that yellow goo comes out. So you're like, Oh, yeah. so they're putting like maybe oh, his blood in. They're filling him with goo. Yeah. So I did think that was a little <laughs> bit interesting, even though it was kind of a ridiculous moment. Yeah. <laughs> so they die. But it's like, yeah. They fill you with goop. Then they let your family have the funeral. Right. And then they put you in the barrel. Yeah. I guess to crush you down. <laughs> I don't know. I don't we, know. We, do, we do get to see inside of a barrel this time of somebody looking out and being like, wah, 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 wah. yeah, th- that part was weird too. Cause I'm like, Oh, Reggie looks in that barrel. Like he doesn't know what's going to be in there. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah, though we like, saw him here. Do the Is same it going to be a bunch of candy beans? Like, Oh no, horrible monster. Oh no. I was hoping for jelly beans. And it may just be that I haven't been to enough, uh, old timey mausoleums in my life, but they all oh, look you, very similar. In these films. You must, you must go see more mausoleums in your life. Elis. It's <laughs> oh, the yeah. only way to I have think they, civilized I culture. I think they do look like that. 
I, I like that this one has a little bit more feeling of like it's a never-ending mausoleum. The other one did a little bit, but this one you get to see more. Well, rooms the the other one was actually they they made like a special eight hallway like center so they could like film all these different people coming and going uh, and yeah. the marble and it was actually marble construction paper, which was again <laughs> an idea by his mom. That's yes. amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, the yeah, the and the mausoleum has lots of um urns, and the this yep. place does have a crematorium, and uh many of the people are burned that when we see them die, they are burned up. And so I'm kind of like, well, burning people is useless to them, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just like, oh, it's just like, well, they said they said cremated, so I guess we gotta do it. <laughs> yeah, may- yeah, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, maybe for the people who actually want to be cremated, they need to have evidence that. Uh, yeah, like, I, oh, no, they put cremated. Uh, we built the oven. We got to do it. I mean, Mr. Raimi's family want- is going to be furious <laughs> if we don't. Yeah, this is the Sam Raimi call out before where they're jumping somebody's ashes with like, there's like two vertebrae that apparently didn't burn up. <laughs> yeah, and the guy's got to use like a one of those uh, hammers that you use for cooking to kind of like knead the dough meat or whatever. Yeah, yeah the oh, meat tenderizer. Right. Yeah, uh, to to crush the. Um, the bones, which I thought so was So what, is there anything like behind that joke? Like, were they pals or? I don't know. Enemies? I know that uh, Evil Dead 2 came out the year before this. So maybe it was just like a nod. Maybe it was like a nod to him. Like, yeah. Great job. Mm-hmm. I think that they were fine afterwards. Like, I know that like they did some of those Masters of Horror things together. So, but I don't know if at this time they were actually friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way. Because like all of those funny. horror guys are pretty much buddies yeah <laughs> uh so at some point we pick up a hitchhiker that you mentioned yep alchemy Kemi what for a short. name Kemi. what a name what a name what a character yeah that that we'll, we'll get more into that we we um we actually skipped over one cool thing that happens in the first town that they go to we get like oh. a cool little like puppet oh. gross special effect yeah, that this is probably the coolest special effect in the movie. And it's it's, it's weird because they see they think it's Liz. Yeah. And there's really no way to indicate that it's not Liz. Right. Yeah. But they still decide to use the flamethrower. <laughs> well, to be fair, <laughs> Reggie does. Yeah. But also, wasn't that after it had started coming out of her back? Like, there's no fixing that. Caterpillar baby came out of her back, but yeah, but that doesn't mean that it's not her and that it's not salvageable. Remember that, uh, that <laughs> there's that no fixing alien that. that came out of the girl in a uh, basket case three, two. No, well, I just think back to was it, was it Prometheus or was it alien, whatever one that had the magical abortion that machine was Prometheus. On, the, on the road on the plane? Yeah, just take her to one of those. Abortion. They could have given her a magical back abortion. Back <laughs> <laughs> That was so gross. Yeah, because they. they... <laughs> I like her. She's like, she's so good. She's just a little slimy. It's still good. It's still good. No, no. She was. She was gone. She was a goner. It looked real gross. It was like her spine had turned into a puppet and was coming out of her back. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of like some effects. No from puppet. Like, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Uh, remember no puppet. No. Those were the days. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, so we pick up the hitchhiker. Reggie is super horny for her. They yep. have they have a whole conversation whilst peeing on the side of the road. Yep. And you can hear 
the pee noises. That's the most important part. That's you, yeah. That's, you know he's actually peeing. <laughs> I gotta say, I was really disappointed that this girl's name was Alchemy. I mean, probably showing that she came from a super weird family or background, and it never really turned out to be anything. Yeah, I mean, I expected cults of some kind. Maybe they worship the tall man. Yeah. Turns out she's just as the tall man, <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. She did have a weird background. Yeah. But uh But so they go to, they go to her town that she's been out of for 10 years and uh mm-hmm. they're going to go to her uncle's Airbnb because they've been so nice and helpful. Uh which is a bombed out abandoned building. <laughs> yeah. And for some reason they still want to get in and stay there. <laughs> yeah. Because the inside looked totally normal. It was just the windows that were all like uh, boarded up, boarded up. But luckily, Reggie has a chainsaw. Yep. And then they. Oh, pro- have they met? Have they met Liz yet at this point? Is Liz with them? No, no, no. She's okay. still she's still like grandma. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no, she's they still put they that. put her. They all break into the Airbnb. <laughs> we keep saying Airbnb. It's just a <laughs> B&B. There's no air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then they decide to go find the tall man at the cemetery, but they first put all these, like they rig up <laughs> all these traps. booby traps, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which but, will basically make it impossible for her to leave in case right. anything does happen. Well, yeah, also, girls, like, if you see if you see a man putting a uh, hand grenade into a half cut off bottle, a can of Budweiser, get out of the house. Yeah, <laughs> they also, yeah, they also rig up the door that they're leaving from with <laughs> yeah. a shotgun. So I was like, how are they going to get back inside? They're going to. They never show how they got back in. Yeah, it's not like they can text her and say like, "Hey, can you like remove the string from the handlebar so we can get in without getting shot in the face?" <laughs> so stupid. Um. But this is when, so they, they leave to go, um, they leave to go to the tall man and the, the mausoleum right at the same time that Liz is also going there, right? Because her, her grandma has been taken from her house and, uh, oh, yeah. they leave that, he leaves that gross calling card of the, the like hairpin that he stabbed, she stabbed in him and then he, yeah. licked, he licked his own blood off of, which was real gross. So then, yeah, they're both, they're both like all three of them converging on the mausoleum. So do we think that the blood is nutritious to him or do you think it's like when the weirdo in the movie like eat like some blood because he wants to show how crazy he is? Oh, weirdo. yeah, definitely weirdo. <laughs> like, well, it could just be nutrients. It could just be like food's food, man. <laughs> no, I think it's just a gross moment to be like, oh, man, the tall man is uh, blood. <laughs> and it's like, that doesn't make you look tough. You need a tetanus shot, sir. Mm, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um... So at this point, I'm kind of like, okay, we haven't seen that much new. Like, I was hoping to find out more about Jawas and all that. We got to see what they look like. We got to see the back alien snake thing. But really, like, we haven't seen that much new stuff about the mythology. And so I'm like, where are the balls? Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> show us the balls. Show us the balls, the balls back. I need to see the ball and what's going on here. And they walk up and there's what you think is a baby coffin, which, of course, sad, horrible baby (laughs) coffin. Right. But they open it and it's a case for now. What? Three balls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And there's so the silver traditional silver ball. (laughs) Silver Silver sphere. And then we have a gold (laughs) sphere. And then is there a third? What was the third one? They all, like when it first pops out of there, they all look silver to me. And then a gold yeah, okay. one shows up later. But 
Okay, okay, all right. So there's three. Maybe now, one of them really was a rose gold. I think gold. we only see two. Rose gold. <laughs> um, two in action. Yeah. But the the priest is uh, is sneaking around, and he he's the one who discovers the balls and eventually gets killed by them. Um, but I actually really love the scene, like right after he discovers the balls, and like the tall man confronts him, and he says that awesome line from the trailer, like, "You people think that you when you die you go to heaven, but actually you come to us." Which yeah, I that was like <laughs> probably the best line in the movie. I yeah, think. it was. And then he does this awesome thing where he like you know, telepathically chokes the dude with his rosary. And there's this awesome shot of like the, the cross on his rosary being like holding him up and being hung upside down, which I just thought was like a really cool visual of being like, yeah, oh, it's, shit. Like, it's like a scene from the conjuring happening. In this yeah. Movie. This guy's it looks, like, it's kind of disturbing. Like, especially we're cutting wide and like watching a man hang. It's like, ah, yeah. So you're like, oh shit. Is he like a demon or he's got some sort of like, you know, anti- Jedi powers? Yeah, I don't know. Is Count Dooku on the run. Devil powers. I don't know. I thought it was cool. Yeah. That was one of the cool deaths. But then we've also find out though, that the balls, the spheres are not very smart. Like no. they don't know what they're stabbing. Once <laughs> they stab something, they just go, the drill comes out and it drills through whatever. So it doesn't well, like, it's like a one-time use done. Yeah. And <laughs> sometimes, sometimes the balls are so stupid. They go through a guy's back and they come out his mouth. Doesn't oh. make any sense. Okay. That was awesome. <laughs> that, that was, was probably the best that part. is like the best moment in the movie. It's so yeah. great. They're, yeah, there's also these two assistant dudes that we don't ever really find out like what their purpose is. They're the tall man's cronies. Yeah, this, like uh, the 101 Dalmatians cronies. <laughs> oh, Horace and Jasper. <laughs> yeah, this movie. A common Disney trivia question. <laughs> this movie has so many more uh, minions for them to deal with. They, they've got yeah, they've so got many. like the assistant mortuary guys, and then they've got who we, we who we uh, hear called the Gravers. Who are like these guys in, um, you know, like hazmat suits, like digging up the graves. And I loved, I loved the look of the coffins that they brought in, that they yeah. were all like covered in moss and like mm-hmm. smoky, almost looking like they were uh, like dry ice or something. Like. Yeah. So not yeah. only do they take like the recent dead, they also go into the cemetery and dig up all the old dead yeah. and transform yeah. them. Yep. Anybody will do. Yeah. It's, it's unclear at what point you become unusable. <laughs> yeah, unclear. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, uh, well, uh, I assume at some point, but maybe they can even use the the people in the ashes with the little bit of bones. Maybe they can use them. I don't know. Yeah, we don't really know what uh, what they're doing with Could those. Be. And that's kind of my biggest complaint about the movie is that we didn't really get any new information. No, this is the thing that happens with the sequel where it's more or less trying to hit the exact same beats. Like, yeah. like the plot is different, but if you looked at the arc of the movie in terms of what beats happened and like what effect, like there's a jump scare here, there's that type of thing. Like it follows the same outline to varied levels of success. Like, I don't think that there's enough added here where it feels like it really earns to be something different. Um, even though they add this other character, even though the first time that Mike, they're supposed to have this chemistry that Mike and Liz, I forget how they even like meet in a grave, but they just start making out. Yeah, she falls into a grave and then he goes, Rah! <laughs> and then it's like, oh, wait, it's my girlfriend that I've never met. Let's make out. <laughs> and then Reggie comes out and they're still making out and he's just like, oh, hi, Reg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got to talk about when they go back to the house for the night and have a 
nice evening by the fireside. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Liz is going to go to sleep and Mike's like, I'll protect you. And they go off together to like chastely sleep, you know, fully clothed on top of the covers. Yeah. On top of the covers on opposite sides of the bed. And then Reggie with alchemy is like, and I'll protect you. (laughs) Yeah. Just like strips in the living room. Originally, uh, I, what I thought was going to happen was she, she was going to be like, the fuck get away from me you old freak or whatever because she makes like she doesn't make a face that's like yeah you are she makes kind well, of she like already a, kissed him on the cheek when they left though yeah i guess i don't know i i just was convinced that she was the same age as mike the entire she is yeah i think she doesn't care how much older is reggie in this point uh i don't know i mean if we're being generous reggie was what like the same age as Jody. So maybe he was 19, so he must be like 39 or whatever now or or no, I mean sorry, 29. Yeah, except that he's like bald so he looks like he's 45. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. he had a wife and kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's probably like 38 or something. I don't know, I don't know but uh <laughs> anyway, so we get a and I mean, I'm kind of glad that it they didn't try to make the sex scene like actually like sexy in any way. They were like, yeah. look, this girl is a hitchhiking freak that like who is going to have sex with this guy, <laughs> Reggie, randomly in a, you know, Airbnb where they could be killed by monsters at any time. She's definitely a freak. Yep. And to the point where it's just like, oh, no, I'm scared for Reggie now. <laughs> yeah, I thought she was going to do something like, he crazy. Looks, he looks concerned. He's going to have a heart attack. Yeah. It's unclear as to whether. <laughs> Never mind. What? The point is, she's wearing underwear the entire time she's yes. riding him. Uh, and also has like a fetish for his head. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I love your head. She's literally like licking it and stuff. It's gross. Yeah. Uh, but. Turns out we find out later that she's a monster. So, you know, well, at all what point do you sense. think she became a monster, though? Uh, yeah, right there in that moment. Uh, during no. the sex? <laughs> yeah, during the sex. I don't know. Yeah, that is confusing because it kind of makes you think like that you're supposed to be like, oh, she was a monster the whole time. Well, yeah, I think that's what it's supposed to be because it's not like the woman in the other movie was like, we, we didn't see him possessed, possess her. It was like he, he was her the entire time. Yeah, oh, you're right. Shit. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was definitely after, but no, I think you're right. I, I think that was supposed to be a whole twist. Like, oh shit, it was him the whole time. So Reggie fucked the tall man. Yeah. Reggie fucked the tall man. So did Jody. Well, the tall man kind of fucked him, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tyler, how do you think the episode is going so far? Oh, I think it's going pretty good. Wait a minute. Your mouth's not moving. We're dreaming. Whoa, this is great! I know! Whoa. <laughs> that's a, that's we, Tyler and I. Are we dreaming? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. I just oh, are up. we awake now? Am that's, I the tall man? That's, that's Tyler, what's happening. Tyler and I reenacting what's happening in the other room while, while Reggie... <laughs> yeah. while, this is what happens when I'm five minutes late to the recording. <laughs> <laughs> uh we we learned that uh i mean the entire movie they've had this weird like 
psychic connection. But now apparently they can just like, you know, speak to each other with their minds. Yeah, it's just like in uh, Spy Kids 2. Yeah. And if you if you want to hear, I have a clip or of the, the or the Last Jedi to, to hear <laughs> to hear how close uh, what Tyler and I were doing uh, is to the movie. I have the actual clip here too, just for fun. I love you. Your lips aren't moving. We're dreaming. Wow, this is great. I should have said that. I, I was like, I changed some of the dialogue, so it was a little less uh. awkward. <laughs> Well, I just sprung it on Tyler. He didn't know what he was doing. I was like, here, yeah. read these lines. <laughs> read these lines. <laughs> I love you. That's what you should do. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what are Tyler, you doing? I love with you. This? That's what the card says. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I thought that was a super. Th- 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 this was th- that moment where he's like, wow, this is great. <laughs> It's like just one of many uh, horrible line reading acting moments from this dude who is not good at all. There's a part where he's supposed to look like um, totally shocked to see a dead naked body in the morgue. And his, Mm -hmm. he, he barely has any reaction. And I'm like, was that your surprised face right there, bro? (laughs) Looked like the same as a second ago. Looks like the same. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. They eventually decide like they're all going to, they're going to go all in and take out the, the tall man. Right. Yeah. And get to the and final a lot battle. Of things happen. They're all going around kind of like Benny Hilling around the, uh, the place, you know, for a really long time. Um, they find a, a keyhole that looks like the silver sphere should be shoved into it. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, Reggie fills the um, container uh, that would normally be filled with embalming fluid uh, to be injected into the bodies. He fills it with hydrochloric acid mm. and the yellow goop, which yes. almost backfired horribly because it almost yep. got um, injected into Liz instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, there. Okay. So the, the gold sphere, what is the difference between the silver sphere and the gold sphere? I mean, the gold sphere just like looks like it's got way more gadgets on it. It can kill you way m- different ways the 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 silver sphere one cool thing new thing we do see it do is like slice off the priest's ear in that one point but otherwise oh, yeah, that was awesome otherwise it does the same like stab you in the head and then drill through your nose bridge or whatever <laughs> like they do the same thing to everybody pretty much the gold one on the other hand has like it seems way more aggressive it's it's got laser uh laser bullets it's a powers. predator yeah, yeah it, it kills with lasers it's uh it can burn through metal. It there's this great sequence where they're like getting chased by it. And it's like busting through all these doors that they're slamming in its face. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it busts through some doors and it takes a minute to cut through some wood on other doors. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that one door they close is, is like metal. He says like, Oh, metal yes, the metal door, but it takes just about as long as the first door that they got <laughs> close on it. And it's got like uh, all the way around it. Like, like a like a sun almost of, uh-huh. of stabbing things yes. that come out kind of like a um almost like a steamer basket or something where they're like laid on top of each other and they all like come out in a circle. I, I love what franchise uh, is that sequel from Son of Stabbing Things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to say knives. They're not knives. Stabbing, stabbing things one. Stabbing yeah. things two. Son of Stabbing Things. <laughs> Um, I actually really love, I love the plight of this like, uh, other mortuary assistant dude who is yeah. like attacking Liz and Mike. And, 
he manages to get stabbed by one of the silver balls. And then this is when we first see the gold ball. And he's like, oh, fuck. I'm like, I'm stuck against this wall with, with the silver ball. And the gold ball's coming at me. He knows what's going to happen. Like, he's going to die. And he goes all the way to use this little small axe he's holding to chop off his own hand. And we see this all happen in Spherovision. It's, it's kind of great. Yes. And so he survives that moment and is like makes it all the way to be where Mike and Liz are later on to try to like capture them again. He survives all of that just to get totally eviscerated and f- so badly fucked up by this gold ball and the reveal of like what happens to him. And like, while it's happening, it is so amazing. Like the ball goes in his stomach. Right. And those like, that's that like sphere of blades that he is talking about, <laughs> like spins and digs into the dude's stomach. And then, what proceeds to happen is like the ball goes all the way through his body, basically. And what I thought was so cool is that the gold ball is so strong that it's able to like, while through its movements, lift this guy up and throw him across the room without like coming out of his body. Eventually it weaves its way all the way up through its, his neck and you see it kind of like bubbling up in his neck and it's so gross. And the incredible work, the reveal to what happened to this dude when they spin him around and you see it like, stuck coming out of his mouth and it's making that like like it got stuck in all his flesh oh my god that was so great and it was definitely the best part oh yeah and then like even when that dude is off screen you still hear the thing going and it was just so gross and awesome i i loved it i loved it yeah yeah um so we do get another peek into java world um java land it's still not clear to me that they're really <laughs> enslaved. <laughs> no, yes, yeah, we, we, we jumped to slavery. We're still not sure. They might like it. We're still not, sure. not certain what's happening. I mean, they've definitely been turned into Jawas against their will, so that's bad. But uh, it's unclear maybe, whether maybe or not they have memories. Uh, yeah, but the, what the, if it's possible that that is a that's just the natural nature of your death, and they have to collect them and and put them on this prison planet otherwise jawas would be the earth would be rotten with jawas the tall man's <laughs> well, why make them in the first place yeah <laughs> what if they're not making them what if oh, that's, that's just what true. you are that's what that's what your soul looks like it's just another symptom of climate change <laughs> yeah <laughs> the uh the, the, the one smaller version of you in a burlap sack costume the one the one the okay so wait the one that is her grandma does go like elizabeth (laughs) (laughs) and then she like fucking punches her in the face and she's like sorry grandma (laughs) which i thought was really funny but so that one is so funny because we always make fun of all the tylers and justins that are in these movies and (laughs) there's like not really ever elizabeth's but i just like can't um i can't identify with any liz's like to me it's a totally separate thing like, I yeah. just don't even. You only can identify with E-Liz's, like, yeah. you know, that are super electronic and up up with the internet. <laughs> yeah, that, that's me. That's me. <laughs> internet cafe lizards is what you're saying. Next movie, I she'll be upgraded to online. <laughs> I've, I've, like, not really done it lately, uh, ever since college. But in high school, I was very insistent that the hyphen uh, be part of it. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> that's like my thing uh- <laughs> um yeah the it is interesting that we still don't quite get an explanation for what's going on but hey there's still you know three more movies or whatever so there's time um i did want to talk briefly about the 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 fight that reggie has with one of the gravers 
Oh which, yeah, I wrote yeah. this down as a chainsaw measuring contest. Yeah, which I was like, like, oh man, we just like you know it's a couple years ago, like we, exactly. We saw this exact same yeah. scene play out in Mandy, where it's like, I've got a really long chainsaw, and then this guy's like, oh yeah, well I've got like a double chainsaw or whatever it was that he had. Um, yeah. And I thought I was like, oh man, I wonder if that director had yeah, like, if it was if it was a direct totally influenced like, by this. Tribute. Yeah. It's, I, I felt like it kind of had to be honestly. It was so <laughs> close. It was so similar. Um, and I kind of loved the chainsaw fight that they had, even though Reggie is just like, you know, it was very slapstick. I thought for sure Reggie was going to die. Cause he was just like, get away from me the whole time. <laughs> yeah. He, I, he like jumped over him at one point. He like did yeah. a running leap, like off a shelf and then jumped over the guy. And there's a the part <laughs> where the graver like chainsaws at him and he, and he's like, Oh God, did I get cut? And then like all the, uh, all those shotgun shells that he have just like fall off in like a cartoon. Yeah. Manner. His bandoliers fall off. Like, <laughs> yeah. he, like he just got in a fight with Yosemite Sam. <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh yeah. That's the word. I was going to say Chewbacca belts. Oh, yeah. I know. I couldn't think of what they were called either. <laughs> bandoliers. Got yeah, it. Bandoliers. Yeah. <laughs> but this fight ends like any chainsaw measuring contest does with the chainsaw to the balls. Chainsaw to the groin, I suppose. Yeah. Very painful looking. Probably painful. But so the gravers are also alien men or they're humans that want to do his bidding because they have unclear. When he cuts off his hand. It's not yellow. Yeah, it's really it's really unclear who those guys are. I originally thought like, oh, the uh, yeah, the assistant mortuary dudes are like other tall men. But yeah, like you said, it's not just tall men. It's tall men, <laughs> tall men. But yeah, like you said, when he, <laughs> he cuts off his hand, his blood is definitely red. 100% yeah. red. Alien aliens. Tall men. <laughs> tall men. Dollar sign. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Um. So the tall man himself, his ultimate fate is that they are able to stab him with the embalming fluid needle and inject him full of acid. This full was acid. another great scene. It was it's great. Good, it's a cool way to kill somebody. They also, also have. I feel like I feel like that this embalming system, like it basically has two canisters, one that just like shoots blood out of it and one that pumps stuff into it and it's the same tube and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. there's no way that's not how, that's how that It was just works. a switch that you flipped that said suction or injection <laughs> It's like, you would, uh, surely you at least swap the hose out. Also like, they didn't take that much blood out of that dude, it was like <laughs> for like two seconds well, they switched it over. That's how he died, not enough blood Yeah, yeah but the but before even the the tall man gets stabbed with that, he has this like weird, like alien, like larva horn oh, yeah. thing that comes out of his head, so that you're like, yeah. oh, maybe the maybe the way he looks as the tall man is just a cover for some crazy alien monster that he is inside. Yeah, it was unclear if it was like a, a mind slug situation with him, or if this was just like a single antenna of a larger like yeah. bug person, or if it was the small little crab appendage for a crab man, or it was like an antenna. Crab it was it was un <laughs> crabbin. Um, it was, it was unclear because that was the only part of him that came out, even with the acid that was alien. So it didn't like, like there was some alien body underneath. Yeah. Even when like a little crab claw on top of his head. Yeah. I was like, even when they show that scene of him, like looking at his hand to just totally melt away, it didn't yeah. look like a monster hand underneath or anything. Yeah. No. It just looked like a regular hand, but, uh, yeah, he totally dies. And, uh, you know, they use uh, Reggie in his infinite wisdom 
uses the flamethrower to torch the entire building, but for whatever reason doesn't also burn his body. He burns everything around, everything around sure. the tall man, but he doesn't take like, I would have taken like, you know, two seconds to just go psh, 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 with the flamethrower. They don't go to the, the portal either. I feel like you should destroy the portal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he doesn't seem to re- exactly the same. So that's another question. Are they, are, do they carry this with them or do they build a separate portal every time? Yeah, that's a good question. Reggie doesn't seem to remember any of that stuff because he doesn't try to go do the whole like tuning fork thing again. Or he oh, yeah, I forgot. He doesn't have any memory of that. Yeah, he the, he doesn't do that. Uh, he doesn't fly. I thought they were going to flash back to that scene of him doing the tuning fork again. That, that would have been amazing. I want like, yeah, I want a tuning fork in every if you show me a tuning fork, you better put it in every movie in your franchise. <laughs> yeah. Instead, uh, they they burn the whole place down, run outside, and guess who's there to rescue them with the hearse? It's Kemi herself. Alchemy. Alchemy. Even though Reggie was like, get out of here, Kemi. Drive south and go away from me. Drive 100 miles, exactly. And she's like, but I will ever see you again. And then he's like, a real cool guy, puts on his sunglasses, and he's just like... Probably not. He says something like, "No, he says if I'm able, I'll find you." And she's like, "What do you mean?" And then he just walks away. (laughs) 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 What do you mean by that? Which is, which is again, I feels something that a 13 year old would think was real cool. Yeah, he does wear sunglasses in this. So I guess the tall man can embody multiple people at once. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Unclear if they have little crab claws underneath their heads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it turns out she's him. Uh she she pulls off a piece of her head, no crab claw comes out. Yeah, just like some of her hair, her fake hair, apparently. Yeah, it just kind of pops off. But yeah, it's creepy. And then Reggie totally gets got. I think uh, do we do we think this is gonna be a Kenny situation where Reggie's gonna die in every single movie? <laughs> She'd be like, oh my god, they killed Reggie. You bastard. Yeah. Bastards. That, that would be that would be funny. Um yeah, I am curious because like it, it ends very similar to uh the last movie where it's like, oh, yeah, Mike's nope. certain. Yeah, there's the tall man, and then they get pulled out by a bunch of hands in the back of the hearse, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah, Mike's yeah, it just ends Liz. with them being attacked and them seeing Reggie like up on the window, right? Reggie Reggie, Reggie was see... stabbed, right? Yeah, he, he's he's like, help me. And then you see the hearse continue to drive off while Reggie's just lying dead on the ground. So, oh, yeah. OK. And the hearse drives off and then it opens up the front thing. And, uh, you know, um, the tall man says something like, it's me again. <laughs> then, yeah. no, well, well, Mike's, Mike's just like, it's OK. Well, it's just a dream. We're going to wake up soon. Oh, yeah, that's it's, right. It's, it's going to be fine. And, and then he breaks through, he said, it's not a dream. Blah, and he comes <laughs> to another window. All the hands come cool through. Too. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't like say the it's tall man. Again. The tall man, if he has a move, it is clasping people on the shoulder and coming through a window Frankenstein style. Yeah, he both he, hands out. <laughs> he grabs people. So he, he, he grabs people and says stuff like "Hello again and goodbye." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's that point where he just picks up Liz and throws her, and it's obviously a dummy, and it bounces <laughs> yeah. off the wall. That was great. And it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty funny. It's like a mannequin talk. Also, Liz <laughs> killed her own Jawa grandma with a with a ceramic <laughs> urn. She did. And she's just like, sorry, grandma. <laughs> Didn't mean it. Sorry, but... Jawa. <laughs> <laughs> you, you look fucked up, so I got to kill you. All right. 
So should we rate it or should we talk about where we think this is going? First? I think we should rate it first. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> how many single use quad shotguns would you give? <laughs> um, uh, Phantasm 2. I think I'm going to give this film uh, six single use quadruple barrel sawed off shotguns homemade from some hardware store. <laughs> Erector sets yeah. and parts of some guns. <laughs> I got to say, like when he was holding that gun, I was like, oh, man, I wish I could like have that as a prop or something. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so cool. Um there's actually, you know, if you if you were a big fan of this movie, I think there'd be some great Halloween costumes you could get out of this one. Absolutely. Uh, that was another thing that crossed my mind while watching it. Um, I think that this movie was totally fine and I had a fun time with it. Um, it is a little bit more like, you know, it's just like more phantasm and with a little bit like a, a, a lot of bit more goofiness and some... Um, you know, ridiculous action. And I got a, I got a kick out of the terrible acting, uh, sometimes. And I just, I just think, you know, I had a fun time with it. I think it gives you enough, like by the time you get to the end of the movie, I do think it takes a while to get to like the, the new things like you were talking about, Eliz. Yeah. But I think once those things do happen, uh, and we do get to see what some of the budget was saved for on special effects. Um, I think that it's really cool and worth the wait. Um, so I don't know. I give it a six. Oh man. I'm, I was really mad, but talking to you about it more, of course, has made me like it more again. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it five quadruple sawed off shotguns. Um, I had a really hard time paying attention to this movie and multiple <laughs> times just kind of like, realized i had no idea what was going on and and had to like roll it back and just it was really slow and hard to follow for a lot of the first half for me um and i was annoyed that we didn't get to find out more about the mythology and um just kind of lame character stuff um <laughs> and so so yeah but yes the effects were awesome the gold sphere is cool uh the all the skin melting and all the other stuff um super cool i just hope we can find out more as we move forward or i'm just gonna get progressively more irritated <laughs> i think i too i'm gonna give it six quad sawed off shotguns i think elis's criticism is absolutely right i think that there's the, the beginning of this movie it feels like that it is a pitch for a more interesting tv show like a supernatural type show like justin said that i would watch but it doesn't quite do that like they don't quite do the on the road thing like it cuts like there's none of them actually monster hunting really it cuts <laughs> to a lot of conversations of them talking by the side of the road yeah um, <laughs> Uh, but there are some really awesome effects. I thought that the the back caterpillar was really cool, and I thought that the guy cutting his own hand off. And once you get to the phantasm balls killing guys and everything else, it's it's fun. The effects are, are, are a nice upgrade from them. But it's I think that the series, the first movie, just has so many interesting ideas, and it pulls off like the Ray Bradbury. Oh, it's just like a spooky cemetery, and like, wait, it's aliens, and there, there's yeah. like that type of reveal is so much of the joy, and without that type of surprise, uh, I, this movie is is 
far less enjoyable. That being said, having already kind of bought into these characters uh, and and kind of going through the same story beats, but having some one ups and some things done better and more fun and, you know, having that priest being killed by his own rosary uh, <laughs> is is still some cool, scary moments and still a lot of fun to watch. Nice. Well, Eliz, you wanted to talk about where things are going next. and things, Yeah, so what's our next title? Things coming up next. Uh, 1994. So now, so the first two were released in theaters, and the next couple uh, are all direct-to-video. So 1440? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one was a universal movie. Um, so 1994, we get Phantasm Three: Lord of the Dead. Mm. Okay. All right. So a little bit more to go off than just Phantasm Three. Maybe maybe we go over to the the Dead World where Red Skull is protecting the Soul Stone. Yeah, maybe. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, maybe we are gonna find out that the tall man is more of a gatekeeper of death right. or the afterlife or something. And maybe... how old is the tall man actor at this point? Like, when are we gonna lose him in this? That's a good question. That's a good. Anyways, that's a good question. Just something I don't to know. think about. Yeah, uh, I don't want to actually look it up right man. now. There could be taller men. I feel like the tall man is in all the movies, but uh, oh, as far as I know. um. So I'm going to guess that Reggie did not die. Yes, I, uh, I agree with that. We will never see, hear, or mention Liz again is my prediction. <laughs> no Mike and Liz forever? I think that that's, I think that's also true, yes. Mm. Um, And I don't know. I guess part of it is going to have been a dream, but I, I don't know. But we better find out more about the tall man's origins and planet and whatever. And I guess at this point, you got to up the ante with another ball. <laughs> Maybe a cube of some kind. Maybe there's a oh! Hellraiser crossover. <laughs> okay, so the so the first movie had one ball. Second movie, two balls. balls. Or spheres or whatever you want to call them. Third movie, three spheres. I think you're Four. Right. Oh, I was going to say a cylinder. A cylinder. <laughs> two balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of the things with the one of the things with the so long uh, as it's blue, it's allowed. Yeah, with the spheres that I loved was like the tall man just pulling it out of his head and crushing it like it was nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was so great. This thing that's like so menacing in the movie, and he's just like, like it was yeah, a the can silver, of soda when he crushed the silver one. It was like, oh no, that's an important <laughs> piece of movie memorabilia. Like, nah, you? <laughs> garbage, this is garbage. I thought that was great. Well, I don't know. I think uh, it might be time for us to say goodbye and uh, <laughs> just see you guys next week. Um, but, you know, before we say goodbye, we have to talk about uh, where everyone can reach us. Yes, please email us sequelrights at gmail.com with your suggestions for future franchises and uh, your thoughts on various balls. <laughs> and you can also find us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and YouTube at Sequel Rights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you listen to us. It's really appreciated. And give us your theories about the tall man. What's going on under there? A bunch of small crabs? Some sort of brain worm? Some sort of horrible monster? I don't know. I think it's just one a bunch of children crab operating like a, a, a human suit. And he kind of was like, that when the crab arm came out of the top of the skull, it was like an angry driver waving its hands. Yeah, it's the crab people from South Park, probably. Got it. Yeah. It's got to be. Crab okay. All right. Well, that's it for this week. We'll see you guys next week uh, for Phantasm Three: Lord of the Dead. Goodbye. Oh,